Hello and welcome to Untold Lives of Women with me, your host, the Nairobi Feminist. I know it's been a while, but we are finally back again and we have a new guest and who has a very interesting story to share. So without any further ado, I'll have her introduce herself and the organization that she works for. Hi, um, my name is Elizabeth Ateno Nyango. I'm from Mombasa, Kenya, and I work for Coast Sex Workers Alliance as the health promotion officer and I am also a young sex worker from Mombasa. And what what exactly does Koswa do? Okay, so uh, Koswa, let me just start by introducing Koswa. So Koswa, in full cost sex workers alliance, uh, with a legally registered name as Cost Smart Women Against HIV and AIDS. So. COSWA is a grassroots female sex workers organization from Mombasa. Our headquarters is in Mombasa County, but we actually cover the entire six counties of coastal regions. That is Kilifi, Kwale, Lamu, Tana River, Taita Taveta, and Kwale, Kwale counties. Yeah. So uh, basically, COSWA's vision is to ensure a just, resilient, and socially inclusive society for sex workers. So we do feminist movement building. Uh, we ensure that we empower sex workers or enhance sex workers' capacity to advocate for their human and health rights. We also do feminist movement building because like, we want a feminist movement that is inclusive of all. We do not want... Um, to have spaces where sex workers are excluded. So we are passionate about uh, starting something at the grassroots for, uh, that is owned by female sex workers for the female sex workers. And we also do socioeconomic empowerment for female sex workers. And we do small entrepreneurship trainings like soap making, tailoring, and we also have safe spaces for sex workers, victims of violence, and we also do advocacy on the um, need uh, to decriminalize sex work in Kenya because, like, for like, Kenya is amongst the countries that criminalize sex work, and criminalization of sex work doesn't stop sex work, but rather it exposes sex workers to so many kind of violence, like rape arbitrary arrests like um, we can rape arbitrary arre- arbitrary arrest and sometimes even denial into um, op- economic opportunities just simply because we are sex workers and also the fact that we are also women you know gender is another factor that hinders women from accessing uh, different spaces so mm. we Yes, so we are actually looking into also <clears throat> fighting gender inequalities. There's a lot that we do, and recently, uh, with our new strategic plan, we have actually incorporated a program on sex workers who use drugs because, yeah, that is another silent crisis, and we want to address it. And Mombasa being among the the counties that have a high prevalence of drug use, so this this program is very very important okay so i think one of the questions that i received that most people wanted to know when i said i was going to have this interview was first of all are there actual actual sex workers who go to the job because they actually love what they do 
or is it just because they need to get they need to get by and they found this as the only way that they can man- manage to make money okay so uh, sex work is just work like any other job so like for example even a doctor will just go to the hospital because they just want to get paid to get paid but there are actually uh, doctors who go to the hospital because it is a passion and they love doing that so uh, for sex workers we also do that some some of us do it uh, for money like some of us do it because you know circumstances may be forced you to do sex work but actually most of us i'll say 90% of us we do sex work because we wake up in the morning and choose to do sex work as our work and one of the challenge what are some of the challenges that you have encountered because i know one thing about people is they we're always quick to judge to be honest and you know we never know when one thing about life you never know where you're going to be at a specific time but the fact that there is a need for sex workers it means that there are actually people out there who are actually looking for sex workers and trying to make a sex worker feel bad because of the the of what they do and what they how they choose to make their money really isn't something that should be fair so what has been your main challenges or what has been your experience and how young how old are you when you how old were you when you began okay so um when i i began sex work when i was 18 just after high school because um I did I did quite well in high school and I needed money to proceed with my studies. So okay. the only way yeah so the only way I knew how to do or uh the the only way that I was comfortable to get that money was through sex work. And so I got into sex work at 18 with um like the the main intention was to pay school fees. Yes, but later on um like that has become my main source of income even though now I work for Coast Sex Workers Alliance but I still do sex work as my I say my main source of income and some of the challenges that we face as sex workers I say the the major like the major challenge that we face number one I say it's stigma stigma both um from the community like from outside and also stigma within we tend to stigmatize ourselves a lot maybe because of the kind of violence that we go through while at work you know sometimes you can meet a violent client sometimes maybe you experience a uh, rape while at work and then slowly like people just uh, experiences just start punching holes into your self esteem and then you start self stigmatizing yourself and then another like the stigma from outside is i'll say from the community once the aspect of your work is known and then people now start judging you based on what you, what you do and like i said before like denied um economic empowerment opportunities like you are very qualified you have your papers but once you get a job or when you go to seek uh for any kind of employment people will just be like you know she's just looking into sleeping with the boss or maybe you're doing great at work and people are saying yeah she she she's actually getting favors because she's sleeping with the boss so stigma stigma cuts across in a very wide um range not only at the community but also when you go to get health services like for example if you go for an STI treatment i personally went there and 
you know like the the nurse was like go and bring your partner so where will i get this partner it was just someone you meet randomly and you guys uh indulge in sex work and then now you have an sti what like the first thing that a healthcare provider is supposed to do is actually treat you but healthcare providers and i'm not the only case there are a lot of people a lot of us who go to seek services and then you are told go and bring your partner and because you cannot find this partner you choose to treat your STIs at home hence you continue experiencing recurring STIs and another challenge can be for uh, sex workers who are in remote areas like maybe they are not reached by programs of such organizations like COSWA so they do not know that it is actually their right to go and seek for these services. I recently had a story where a, a young sex worker was raped and so they went for PEP and they were denied that service simply because like uh, the nurses were like this you cannot get and because she was young they actually needed uh, someone like maybe a parent or a guardian to go with her and you know for her she was doing sex work just to get like money for basic things like food sanitary towels and you know she cannot disclose this to her guardian so she ended up without pep and pep is actually a human right like it's a necessity every woman should have like access to it at any time thank you Definitely and that's really heartbreaking because you can imagine you know first of all we'll blame sex workers for the work they do when they try and get better jobs we still we still make we still make we still make the job hard for them by t- talking about what they've done in their past and then to make it worse we can't e- they can't even access you know healthcare systems that are meant for everyone because a lot of the cases the people who we go to for help you know we they aren't always you know understanding they feel like because this is a job you, this is your job description this is what you should expect and you should be okay with that and i feel like that is very wrong because at the end of the day you know there's so many cases of young girls who go to who i've lost you there's so many there's so many cases where young girls you know you know it's been even on the news young girls are turning to to sex work to buy sanitary towels to buy food for their family to provide for their siblings who have been you know left homeless by you know a death of a parent it's such like that you know and i feel like it's really important for such organizations as yours to exist to show and to educate young girls out there who have chosen this path or this path has been chosen for them that you know you, can, you you're still human and you know you're still going through life and you do deserve to still get what is rightfully yours regardless of what society thinks um what has been you know like like you had mentioned that you know you start to go through different bad experiences and just like any other human you know when we go through so much in our lives you know it sometimes causes depression sometimes it just makes you you know lose out on your self esteem so are there programs that enable that that help sex workers have a place where they can talk are there places where they can have conversations and you know share their experiences and seek help uh yes yes there are programs are uh, for mental health wellness and we have that under our health uh, strategic objective so we 
also provide psychosocial support for female sex workers and legal aids clinic for female sex workers who are victims of violence. So with legal aids, we just like link a sex workers victim of violence with pro bono lawyers and then they are offered um, uh, legal advice on how to go with these cases and we also have an advocacy officer who actually follows up on these cases and ensure that you know um, at least uh, 30% or 50% of these cases are addressed to the end. I'm saying 30 or 50 because you know even for us uh, sex workers it is also hard to follow up on a violence case or uh, with uh, you know you just know our police way to a Kenya. So like, uh, like you'll just uh, the police will be offered bribe by the client, and then they can choose to completely ignore your case. And now because we are sex workers, and sex work is criminalized, where else can you go and report this? But we are actually doing a lot, and that's why I've said we will be joining. Uh, we will be. We will be collaborating with other sex work and KP-led organizations in Kenya to actually start the advocacy for decriminalization of sex work because that is the main barrier that impedes our access to justice, our access to healthcare. So like, for example, if you are violated, you go and report. Maybe I'm violated more than once. I keep going and report and nothing is nothing is being done about it you know it also takes a toll on my mental health and for course like in our office we have a space where just sex workers can just come and chill relax and we're actually looking into bringing in a television set so like yeah people can just come and watch but there are program in place to ensure that our mental health is in check we have a psychosocial support counselor who is like available whenever there's a need that's really lovely because it's it's good to see that there are organizations that are actually making progress and actually taking their time to ensure that sex workers get the help they need and you know then get the support they need because you know just like everyone else we're all going through life and you know there's no point of us being you know just judging other people based on what their their path the life path has taken down them down on you know and you know if there's something that you would like to share um what would you like to tell people out there who look at sex workers as as not human or not not deserving of the right of their human rights you know i'll say uh those are the people like if if uh people who actually judge sex workers you know, we are trying to bring change and those people are the ones who like continue to bring us down. Activism is like it's not an easy job and when you're not you are you are not getting support, it's it's like it becomes super super heavy and for people who are always judging or seeing sex workers as vectors of diseases or seeing sex workers, you know, there are actually people who said that sex work and same-sex relationships are the reason why we we were faced by COVID as, as a pandemic. Like, that is so absurd. It's actually scientifically proven that COVID is just a virus, like many other exactly. viruses that... Yes, that we've been fighting. How do we even blame it on sex work? And, you know, it is it is not easy with those people, I say, to some extent, you know, when you are a child, like a child is just like a sponge, like they absorb whatever you, you feed them. So these people grew up uh, knowing that sex work is bad. 
but actually I'm here to say that sex work is work like any other work sex work pays bills sex work keeps our children in school sex work puts puts food on our tables and just like you wouldn't want someone judging you on your job we do not want people to judge us on our job uh we we actually do not want um protection we just want rights equal rights like any other citizen of this country we want to enjoy like the freedom to work like any other person in whatever job that they are doing so uh i think judging sex workers doesn't actually uh stop sex work it actually continues to expose us to like so so many other kind of violence and also like if you decide to judge sex workers also judge judge the clients because we are not selling sex to ourselves exactly people want to act like it's it's your fault that that there is such a there's such a thing as sex work but we're not looking at the people who actually go and look for sex workers you know and people yes. who go and commit heinous crimes against sex workers because they feel like you know they can get away with it So um this being unto the lives of women and I thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I really appreciate that you could even take the time to reach out because you know so many people are still struggling with their truth and struggling in their own lives that they wouldn't be open to sharing what their experiences have been. So I'd like to thank you for that. And in your own life and your own experience, has there been a one um one specific woman in your life who has always been there and shown you support that has shown you that you know when women come together great things are can be achieved and that women are still good out there? Yes, yes. Um I speak of um the director of Koswa Benta her name is Benta Joseph so like you know she she really inspires me because you know, the formation of Koswa number no. 1 it was based on tragedy uh she actually founded Koswa at a time where female sex workers in Mombasa were undergoing a lot of human rights violations there were a lot of killings of sex workers and it was just open and no one was doing anything about it but the fact that she actually led a group of um five other women to come up with like it was first like a, just a support group for sex workers but the fact that she rose above that and ensured that it is registered and female sex workers at the coastal region have a place to call home i think um that is one person who has actually held my hand because when i first saw koswa on tv i was like oh yeah so i'm not alone out here i have a home thank you that's lovely it's it's important for us to show support to each other irregardless of you know when we see something going on that's wrong it's good that we we should be able to stand up for each other and say that this is wrong and this shouldn't be allowed to happen and you know definitely um is there are there other organizations that are um, apart from Koswa is there are there some in other towns that other people can maybe turn to if there's someone who's listening to this and is looking for an organization they can join and not they're not specifically in the coast region okay so um There, we we have the national movement it's called the Kenya Sex Workers Alliance uh, or Keswa so 
uh, like whoever is listening to this, they can go to Keswa's uh, Facebook page, just write Keswa Kenya, Twitter Keswa and Instagram as well Keswa Kenya. We have um, Kiambu Sex Workers Alliance in Kiambu or famously known as Kiaswa. We have Kiswa Kisumu Sex Workers Alliance. And then now we have the Coast Sex Workers Alliance. We also have BESP. BESP is selling BESP region, Gani. We have BESP. I'm not sure BESP is in which region, but BHESP is also a sex workers-led organization. And we also have Kiliswa. Kiliswa is in Kilifi County. It's actually a member group of Koswa, but they are from Kilifi County. Yes, so thank you so much. At least now people are aware that there are organizations that are actually helping sex workers out there. And you know, at least... And you know, it's not only... I, I, these, these organizations are not only like for female sex workers. We also have organizations like Hoimas and mm. Hapa Kenya. They also tend to help needs of male sex workers. So any male sex worker who is listening they also have a home at Hoimas and a home at Hapa Kenya yeah thank you so much um, I'm, I'm really I really appreciate what you're doing and what your organization are doing and you know just being there for other sex workers out there because it is something that is needed at especially at times like this when people are really being cruel um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we end the live yeah, I think um, if there is any sex worker who needs support right now and is listening to this, maybe if they are from Mombasa or even if they are anywhere in the country, they can. Can I, can I share our organization's number here? Yes, you can. Yes, they can reach us at 0793 and whenever they are, we'll be able to link them with any sex workers-led organization in that particular region. Thank you so much. And I will definitely be sharing all those contact information links at the bottom of this post once I publish it. I'd like to thank you so much for taking your time. And, you know, just grateful that your organization and various organizations exist that help sex workers. Um I think that's all we have time for today unless there's anything else you'd like to share no thank you it has been awesome to chat with you I know we've been planning for a long time but finally today and I am available for any topic that you want to discuss about uh, female sex workers I'm also heading a program for young sex workers so if you'd like anything to talk about around that I am here Thank you so much, and thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Yes, we have planned this for quite a while, but at least it's finally happened. Um, well, that's all we have time for today, so don't don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified whenever we have a new episode coming up. I love you for listening. Goodbye for now. Then I will be feminist. <laughs>